How's it going, everybody? We want to take a quick second to thank this week's sponsor, Death's Head Clothing. Who's Death's Head Clothing, you ask? Yo, I'm going to tell you. Death's Head Clothing is proudly a female-owned, one-woman show. And Death's Head is here to say it was never a phase. Whether you're an elder emo, retired scene kid, or just getting into the scene, they have the emo-inspired clothing you need. Head on over to www.deathsheadclothing.com and pick yourself up a shirt, hoodie, crew neck, you know, or some boots. Boots are tight. <laughs> and make sure you give them a follow on Instagram or any other social media that they're on. But Instagram, because Instagram is cool. Go on Instagram, follow them at deathshead.clothing. Give them a follow, stay up to date on new drops and sales. Thanks so much again to Death's Head Clothing for sponsoring this week's episode and sponsoring everything coming out this week. I hope you enjoy the episode. When it feels the least appropriate to bust out a barriage, um, <laughs> that's when. To at, at least for every um, telemarketer, at least. Yes, yes. Like act really insulted that they dared ask if Mr. Barrage was home. Yeah. Oh. If they get it right, you have to be really insulted. <laughs> <laughs> they know too much. You can't trust the telemarketers that know it. There is, there is not a telemarketer that has ever gotten my name right and my name is very pretty Tar simple tarnowski right tarnowski yep it's three Easy. separate words and they're really little words yeah tarnow and ski i mean there is it is uh, but they're like mr tarnow i don't know i don't know do you deal with this at all matt no, <laughs> only with me because for the oh, yeah, I, oh, yeah, yeah, the only person who mispronounced my name is Pat. Pat yeah. says it all the time. Yeah, for <laughs> for the for no good reason, oh, I hi, just handsome. kept calling him Matt Reeves. I adore that. Blink is a, a little lover of attention. He's going to try to shut my computer off, and he knows how. So I'm going to remove okay. him, and I'll be right back. All right, sounds good. <laughs> hi, handsome. I'm, come on, come on. Okay. Say hi to the boys. You say hi to the boys. Give me a kiss. We're not kissing. You're grumpy. Okay. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go? A podcast about life in the music industry. I'm your host, Patrick Tarnowski. With me is co-host Matt Reed. And today we have pop punk emo artist and content creator Todd Barrage on the show. Todd. Hey. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm stoked to be here. I have never had such a hyphenated uh, job description before. That was that was exciting to hear. Nice. Very life-affirming. I, I was trying to make it like, uh, you know, kind of like LinkedIn. Like I was just kind of reading down your LinkedIn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that. that's my right now resume. Nice. They're <laughs> perfect. Just <laughs> that clip. Yeah, we've got my cover letter. So if you could just send me this like as soon as we're done. Because... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll make sure I'll I, I just gotta add a header and stuff, you know. I gotta yeah. make, 
how to make it professional. <laughs> yeah, you said it in Calibri. I prefer to hand those in in Times New Roman. Oh, okay. See, I I normally go with open new open sands, but Ooh, that's a good. I, one. I think that or or, or courier, you know. Oh, he's throwing classic. Fun. We're on a typewriter. Classic, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, what is what's one of my favorite ones that I always used to use? What was it like? It was like New Century Gothic or something. That's a like good that. one. That's a yeah. good one. Yeah. I just I just got into one of the century gothics recently on my thumbnails. Mm-hmm. I, I don't use it every time. I've maybe used it twice, but I try to use it every time. Because I'm like, classy. that is a classy font. That's the word. It's a classy font. It's true. Matt, what's your favorite font? <laughs> I, I don't know if I have one. I, I have to use Tahoma at work. So all, all I think about is Tahoma. It's a solid oh. font. It's Matt's... it's it's slim, it's angular, it's it's my... it's legible. It's my... it's a respectable font. You know, I I see Matt sitting over here, over there. He's one of those jester guys. <laughs> what? <laughs> Says the guy with the toys behind him. Yeah, I'm the uh, jester. <laughs> I mean, I used in my youth, I used a lot of jester. <laughs> As I grew up, however, I switched to New Century Gothic. <laughs> Distinguished. Yeah. I'm a distinguished gentleman. I I remember thinking I was so fancy. I used uh, dense for like six years straight. It's just a font called dense. And it's just like, it's the font equivalent of a 24 year old who thinks they've seen the whole world and know everything. Mm. Which makes sense because that's when I was using it and how old I was at the time. So. Well, there you go. I mean, that makes (laughs) sense. See, yeah. I mean, when I, when I was using Jester, I was like, 1819 you know i was yeah, just, that, that's, just that a joker <laughs> i'm looking up dense font right now and that that is, is that is the description you you hit that description right right on. that's what it this is like i like a graphic design and graphic design name yes. and like <laughs> exactly those are my two it, passions exactly what it looks like. People are going to be so enthralled with this font talk. <laughs> People are going to be like, more font talk in this show. <laughs> yeah, change the whole trajectory of this podcast. <laughs> Can't get enough of font talk. Hey guys, welcome to font talk. <laughs> oh my gosh, right here, us three. We can start a new podcast, font talk. <laughs> Just critiquing different fonts and what kind of person would use each. What was your favorite font this week? <laughs> oh, I I really enjoyed Impact. It was a big Impact week for me. Oh man, <laughs> it's, you know what? Every time I see Impact, yeah, all I can think is how much respect I have for the person who was like, "Yeah, it's the meme font today." Yeah, but like like there's just there's something raw and human about that. For for real, like when I'm making like designs and stuff like that and i'm like i want to try and like i'm i want to try some some different font almost always i stop and i look i'm like well, i'm gonna try impact this time for i'll no, try it i always try it you never use it never not once but i try i, I think i might use it on um one of my um because every now and then I realize there's a bunch of covers I haven't put on Spotify that I probably should put on Spotify. And sure. so by the time I've amassed about 10 of those, I put out a songs I wish I wrote. Um, and so maybe for songs I wish I wrote volume three, I'll go impact. Nice. Ooh, people or maybe I'll, 
Maybe I'll do that for 1.5 HD Remix. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. There you go. There you go. People expect some impact coming your way. <laughs> Speaking of covers, though, you are known for making genre-bending covers such as Limp Biscuits Break Stuff, but Emo, pop-punk versions of Taylor Swift Shake It Off, and, and a personal favorite, Ricky Martin's Live in La Vida Loca. Uh, but you just released a new single that you wrote called I Don't Want to Be Here Anymore. Can yeah. you tell us a little bit about that song? Yeah, I can. Um, so, I mean, the lyrics to the song are pretty self-explanatory. Like, it starts with, my car won't start, I can't afford to fix it. That was just a fact of my life a few months ago. The thing wouldn't start. And I was like, well, too fucking bad. I'm not leaving the house ever now. Um, <laughs> I, and then I it was, am here I, now. And I was just having, like, a really bad week. Like, um, so, like, my, my dad passed away a year ago uh, this past April. And I thought that I had dealt with it leading up to it. And so, mm -hmm. like, I was good. Like, obviously, like, I, I, I cried and had a rough time, like, right. when he died. But, like, in the months following, I was just, like, I did a really good job supporting, like, my mom and my sisters kind of through what they were going through. At least I, as good of a job as I, I can as an emotionally distant professional musician. Sure. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and, uh, and then it just kind of hit me. It was in December of, of this past year where it kind of hit me like with all the holidays coming up and everything. So when I started really noticing like, Oh shit, like I'm not out of the woods yet. So, mm -hmm. um, so I was going through my own stuff and then I was dealing with that stuff that I thought I already dealt with. And then I was just, uh, I, I don't have these often because, uh, I I've been really good at managing my mental health, but if you've sure. ever dealt with depression, um, it, it, it's not sadness. It's just a void of nothing and you feel like you are nothing there is nothing you have nothing to offer and there's nothing anyone could offer you like it's just absolute right. nothing um so is those situations with that feeling all happening at the same time while i'm shopping for uh, a, a samsung tablet for my mother-in-law for christmas and so i'm in staples waiting because this person who oh i know right where that is i'll be right back uh goes to get it and they've been gone for like 20 minutes. <laughs> and so the course of that Fucking song just staples. came in my head. And I, I was just like, I don't want to be here. Cause I, I could feel like my bones felt they were imploding in just cause like I was so depressed. It hurt. Sure. Um, and so I just was like physically in that moment, I don't want to be here anymore. And then a little bing went off in my head. And I was like, I also maybe don't want to be here anymore. So I just like whipped my phone out, started busting out a bunch of shit on my phone. And uh, I had the whole song written by the time they came back with the Samsung tablet. Um, pro probably in another five minutes. Is I had the whole thing done. Nice. Um, so, yeah, that was right before Christmas. And then I demoed it out on stream on Twitch is when I, like, officially wrote the song. It went from yeah. Notes app to Reaper, uh, which is the recording program I use. And so I demoed it out uh, on New Year's Eve because my wife works at a, a hotel. So she was babysitting drunk people. Nice. So I like that. I, I, I'm not going to do that for New Year's. I can't because that's not my job. So, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I demoed it out and I, I sent it to uh, Kala, who's a really good friend of mine. And I was just like, little demo I did yesterday. And he messaged me back the next day and he was like, fuck you for calling that a demo. That's a fully fleshed out <laughs> song and I love it. <laughs> and... <laughs> And I didn't really think a lot of it, um, not because what he has to say doesn't like hold weight, but because like 
that that dude like is my hype man and he believes sure. in me more than anybody else like i wouldn't be making music professionally right now if it wasn't for him um i have a tweet actually it's up on my wall uh i i printed it and i use dark mode so it's just all black ink with white letters but it says love you it's from him and it just says love you and i'm proud of you going to be the best choice you've ever made print my tweet and put it on the wall bitch so that was uh <laughs> february 12th 2022 that was when i made the decision like okay i'm gonna just make music full-time regardless of how broke i'm gonna be because oh, um, yeah. i i used to wait until a financial threshold um before I right. would make that jump. And and one day I was just, yeah, fuck it. I'm just going to start and see what happens. Mm-hmm. You know, what's, you know, I'll just, uh, worst case, I'm homeless and uh, we'll see what we do then. Um, but thankfully that hasn't happened. But anyway, long way around <laughs> is three days later, I have forgotten this demo that I sent him because it was just feelings I had. I got them out. I sent them to a friend. I felt like I had gotten it off my chest. Three days later, he messages me back. He's like, dude, I can't stop thinking about this song. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't. And I was just like, you want to you want to sing it with me? <laughs> and, and he was just like, sure. And so uh, so that would have been January. And then I had co-written the song lately with him uh, from his album. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I wrote all the instruments and recorded them and sent them to him. And then he uh, sang on it. And then Howard Benson and Neil from Three Days Grace got producer credit on it through the magic of the music industry uh but like it's a song we did together like it's very special to both of us um and so where i he flew me down to la so we could shoot that music video and while we were there i was like you want you want to just do a quick like we'll do two in one day kind of thing (laughs) um so that that's how the video for i don't want to be here came to be is i was down there filming a music video for howard benson's record label Okay. And pulled some strings, got us a facility <laughs> for free, and we just DIY'd the crap out of it. Hell yeah. Love and it. yeah, that's that's basically it. It's a song about not wanting to exist. Um, because I, I think that's an okay feeling to absolutely have and mm-hmm. address, but like you need to address it when you have it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you need to, you know, like I sent it to to one of my best friends. Like when I demoed the song, right? Like I'm, I'm right. feeling this stuff. Here it is in song form. Because um, I'm not great at expressing. I'm not a talker. Whenever someone's like, oh, Mo's here if you need to talk. It's like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> right. Like I'm I appreciate, not... but yeah. <laughs> I, I feel you. I'm not the best at like vocalizing emotions. And I mean, I can write it down, but right. uh but you know, my wife, you know, she'll be like, just let's just let's just rap, let's just rock talk, you know, let's just talk. Tell me what what are you feeling? And I'm like, I'm feeling fine. I don't know. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. Fine. Fine. That, that, that that's my wife. That's my wife. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and it's you know, I, I love you need that balance, right? Yeah. Women women are great with being being able to talk about emotions and you know my wife is always so proud of me and like stoked when i'm just like right when i release it you know because i i don't i don't talk about it too much but people gotta you gotta (laughs) yeah at some point you have to it's healthy too if nothing else like it's like you need to right now like sometimes you're just not ready to talk and sometimes you're like you're so in the whatever the it is you're feeling 
that like they you can't even make sense of it to make it words so that's why like for me that's what music's always been is like i i feel a lot of things but it's so Mm -hmm. hard to articulate it in the moment afterwards i could like write you know six page essays about you know how it felt the one day i realized my t-shirts weren't fitting the same anymore but (laughs) you know (laughs) i feel that (laughs) right That's mm-hmm. like that's a big moment. Like you, you spend your entire young adulthood or teenage, whatever section of your life amassing this wardrobe that, like, to some degree, you never realized you feel defines you. And all of a sudden, you need new clothes. Yeah, and, like, and then well, and then you who go, am I? And, and then you go, <laughs> well, I'm gonna hold on to these because I'll lose I'll lose some weight. I'll get back I, into I them. I literally, literally have a stack of shirts <laughs> on my, like, so I have, like, two garbage bins. I have, like, the garbage one for garbage and the one for, like, cans and bottles. And so th- there's about 10, 12 shirts just neatly folded, clean, on top of the recycling one that I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to hang on to those. Yep. I have I, a, I'll, I'll, I'll wear I have them a, next summer. It's fine. <laughs> I have a bin. I have a bin. Yes, I, a I also have a bin. bin. I, I, I have a yeah, I have a bin of band shirts, uh, this stack of novelty shirts, and then like so like all these like I don't know if you've watched my videos enough to notice like the wardrobe change, but I got more colorful all of a sudden uh, a few months back, and that's because I, I needed new clothes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, well, okay, I might as well like have fun with this like horrifying traumatic experience of <laughs> I can't wear smalls anymore. Like I'm hard medium now. Like I, I used to flip flop and I was like, oh, it's fine. You can buy me whatever. But now it's like, no, I'm a medium. That's just my life. I feel you. I actually like during COVID, like this, this is what it sucks for me. I, I went from a medium yep, to an extra large. Yep. It was a, it was a rough couple of years and now I'm just trying to get back down too large. Yeah, that's that's it's so hard to lose weight too. It is it's so hard, especially as you get older. It's just yes, it's very yeah, difficult because your body is slowing down. So like you have to almost like literally starve yourself <laughs> to, to lose weight, which is it's rough. I'm just trying to stay within like what I perceive to be a healthy range. I was very fortunate. I gained a a decent amount of weight back when I was like 26, uh, and my 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 good friend I hadn't seen him in about six months. Uh, so he shows up at my house one day, hasn't seen me in a while. And instead of saying, Hey, or anything, he just looked at me. He was like, dude, you got fat. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I had this suspicion that I had been, but everyone else around me was like, no, you're just getting older. That's just what happens. You're filling out. You're becoming an adult. You're filling out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're filling out. So you know. Yeah, exactly. So when he hit me with just a straight up dude, you got fat. I was like, Oh, like, okay, like this is something I can do something about. Like, this is this is great news. <laughs> so I, I I keep that rolling. This was years ago, but I keep that rolling in my head all the time now. Uh, whenever I go to like put on my favorite shirt and it doesn't fit anymore, I'm like, man, thanks, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'll fix this right now. <laughs> you need you need to have that one person, you know, that'll, you do, that'll you be do. brutally honest with you. Yeah, if if your whole life is those people, you're going to be miserable. But if you have that person and you know they're that person, they are invaluable. 100%. Matt, 
Man. <laughs> Get them. We absolutely love uh, good pop punk and emo covers. Um, we're kind of wondering how did what what made you get start focusing on making those? Yeah. Um. So they've always been like my favorite thing. Like my favorite song growing up was "99 Red Balloons," but by Goldfinger. Um, I was yes. really into right. It, it's like not a lot of covers outshine the originals as hard as that one does. Right. Um, the Atari's "Summer '69" is also like one, just one of those songs. Agreed. Um, so there's just been a ton of covers around that inspired me musically that I it never clicked till I was older and learned like, oh, shit, they didn't write that. Um, right. So that since childhood, it's been like simmering kind of in the background. And um, uh, I used to this was back in like 2012, 2013. I made like six or seven YouTube covers, but they weren't explicitly punk covers. They were just like weird rock adjacent renditions of pop songs um and then uh i had a production career that kind of took me into the hardcore world so i made just really heavy music for like six seven years um and then when covid hit and i couldn't you know everyone's staying indoors and everything um i had a lot of downtime and and so it was during that downtime i started just like watching a lot of youtube so stuff like uh scottoon network uh, minority yeah. 905 mm -hmm. uh alex melton yep. uh people like that i would just watch their videos and i'd be like fuck i used to do this mm -hmm. hey i can do this so so i and i didn't understand the youtube landscape um i thought you could just make a video that did a good job of being the video with like a template title that everyone else is using and you would just get big Right. Because that's what it looked like from yeah. the outside, right? Sure. So, so I made a video. Um, I think my first pop punk cover uh, on YouTube was called uh, If Vanessa Carlton... No, If Blink-182 Wrote A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton. Mm -hmm. And I released that video on, I want to say, July 15th, 2021. And I was right. That video was a really good idea, and it did blow up. It just happened to be that the one that blew up was a video called If Blink-182 Wrote A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton, uploaded on July 15th, 2021, by Alex Melton. And so, yeah, same day. Oh. And so, yeah. So yeah. that once that happened, I was like... Not not towards Alex, but towards like YouTube and the universe. I was just like, oh fuck you. <laughs> and so I, I just started going hard. I was like, this is my life now. You can fuck yourself. Yeah. Cause like and again, that's not directed towards Alex. That's that's yeah. like the well, circumstances, just, yeah. the, the yeah. cosmic fucking odds that yeah. this great idea <laughs> I had would immediately get stamped out by the dude because again i didn't know a lot about youtube i didn't realize if blink 182 wrote was alex's thing oh yeah yeah i knew he was a guy who did it right but i didn't realize that was his thing so i went on like a rampage of if blink 182 wrote videos okay so i, I think within three days i had done the um uh, all-star but it's blink 182 mm -hmm. where it's anthem part two mashed up with all-star yeah um and then like Two days after that, like I was just firing these out. Um, I did uh, "There She Goes" by The Laws, but it's like first date. Um, and then I did like a Bo Burnham song. I think it was that funny feeling. 
yeah. by Bo Burnham. It sounds more like neck deep listening to it now, but I think I originally <laughs> titled the video if Blink-182 wrote. Sure. Um, and then once I realized that that was around the time I realized like, oh, that, that like that's Alex's thing. Mm-hmm. Like maybe I ought not be trying to be another dude. See, I thought at the time I was trying to just exist in the same space, but um, no, I was, I was just looking at it now in hindsight. It's like, oh, like I was trying to outdo the blink guy at being the blink guy. <laughs> I can't fucking do that. He's the guy. Right. But yeah, that's yeah. when I transitioned into just more general uh, pop punk covers. Mm-hmm. Um, because again, like I love pop punk my whole life. I love covers my whole life. But I spent all of my 20s making hardcore records. Sure. So I had a like a lifetime of pop punk to get out. Um, and so I was doing that for I think like a year and a half before I realized like, man, I miss screaming. And I miss kind of heavy stuff. Yeah. And so now I just kind of do... I, I don't think about it in terms of like emo or pop punk anymore. I just like write a Todd song mm-hmm. and retrofit another song onto it. So that's where you end up with stuff like uh, Back in Black, Master of Puppets, mm-hmm. Break Stuff. Yeah. Like those are just like songs I wrote, like with the intention of making them those classic rock songs. Right. But like, like the, the Master of Puppets riff isn't in Master of Puppets, but it's pop punk. Right. Right. There is one instance of in break stuff that happens just (laughs) after the breakdown, which is basically just like an easy core rendition of the actual breakdown. But right. Yeah. But yeah, so it's like I'm I'm in this weird middle ground now where it's I'm I I, I still love covers. I prefer doing that to original songs just wholeheartedly. It's Mm -hmm. more fun for me. Um, I'm able to get like I, I don't feel like I'm not expressing myself. Because I'm able to put so much of myself into the covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's kind of that's the whole story of of how I got into doing this and where I'm at with it. I I I love like I one of my favorite things is like a a good pop punk cover like that. Yeah. And the way I look at it though is now I don't like. Okay, I'm gonna try how to explain this. I don't like when a band covers per se because when i think of covers i think of when a band does it exactly the same and i don't like that right i think i think it's lazy it is i love a remake that's a that's what i think of it as so like the my one of my favorite remakes of all time is when uh the starting line did i'm real by jennifer lopez and i think that is like one of the best i fucking love that one but yeah, I always I always thought of them as as like like what what you do like I think of them as like remakes because they're you're taking it, but you're re, you're remaking it you're you're making it your own way. Yeah, I build them from the ground up. So like the one I put out today was um, "Willow" by Taylor Swift. And I, I, I saw that so you like, posted it, but I have not watched it yet. Oh man, I, I'm excited for after we're all done all this let me let me know what you think of it I, i'm curious yeah. what you think but with that one it's like i listened to the song and like i knew it um because my, my wife less so now but at, at the time the record came out uh huge into taylor swift and Great. so like i'd heard the song a lot and so i actually i covered that song from memory and i didn't okay. actually listen to the original while covering it and i think that's the first time i've done that 
and uh yeah it, it was fine because it, it nice. just felt like writing a song it's like i i knew the flow of the chords and like yeah i i knew the lyrics and like the melodies and stuff but when it came time to like uh do the harmonies for example it was like oh i have to write harmonies i can't just listen to hers and figure it out because like my whole <laughs> challenge was like can i just like cover a song that's yeah. in my head and and have it just be that Sweet. I'm stoked to check it out. I, I also am a I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. So Yeah, she's Ooh, awesome. Eighty nine is one of my favorite records like of all time. I really love nineteen eighty nine. Mine is Speak Now. That That's was... a good one. I I I think the entire two thousand and twelve warp tour I listened to it because I, I was That's out so on sick. That. <laughs> I that was my like that was my everyday album. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool like that. Uh, yeah, Matt, what everyday album do you have right now? What's your What's your go to? I don't know if I have one for Taylor Swift. I, oh, I just, just just in general. Just in general. Yeah, in general. yeah, yeah. Just your everyday album. Um, right. Recently, it's been the Wonder Years. The hum goes on. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. But... I really have, and I haven't really checked that one out too much yet. Like that's, I, I just there's so much music right now. There is, there's that, a lot. There, you got to pick like three bands. Well, and, it, just... and, <laughs> and well, like doing what Unsigned Pop Punk does, <clears throat> right? All I do is listen to music, like yeah. all day, every day, yep. and so sometimes it's just like. I don't want to listen to a new album right now. <laughs> no, no, that's so I because I make music all day, every day. And it's like, yeah. why the fuck in my downtime when I'm relaxing, would I put on a new record? Like, I, so for me, it's like I listen to comfort food, like the, yeah. the CD that lives in my car is take off your pants and jacket. And it sure. just lives there. And it's like, I've listened to that album for 20 years. I'm going to listen to it until I die. It's got the best guitar tone in the world. So it's, it's it's just ear candy. It is a very good it is a very good guitar tone on that album. It is. That that's my if you listen to my covers and then listen to Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, I'm not saying I have the tone. But you You're can tell I'm it. trying. Yeah. Is like... it was it isn't that like okay, correct me if I'm wrong. Is it Tom Lord Algae? Right? Is uh, that, so so that I one? think Tom Lord Algae he mixed all the songs except like two or three. Okay. Um I might be mixing that up with Enema. But either way, it's Tom Lord Algae somewhere in there. But the engineer uh, producer would have been Jerry Finn. Okay, yeah. And so it's a I'm modded just proud plexi. I was able to pull that name <laughs> yeah. out. No, you you got it. You got it. I'm pretty sure he mixed it. Like it's yeah. tight. It's punchy. It's super compressed. It's got to be a Lord Algae mix. Whether it's yeah. Tom or Chris, it doesn't matter. Those guys are compression addicts. I love yeah. it. <laughs> My comfort album, though, since we since you brought yours up, yeah. is, is Green Day Insomniac such a good album mm. i think that's my wife's i love it i mean it she, is. she changes but she's huge into green day i think that is the most like underrated green well no the most underrated green day album i think is warning but uh insomniac i love that one it's my what one album my was oh she was on dookie do i think yeah, dookie's yeah. fantastic i think too. dookie is my wife's uh comfort album when whenever like i know that she's coming out of a funk if she's listening to dookie because that that's just how she gets it, out of it. I don't know that she knows that that's what it is, but it's a good. But I've noticed <laughs> it's good. It's fun. It's nostalgic. It's happy. You know, yeah, it's all the stuff. And I believe it was mixed by Jerry Finn. 
that I mean full circle. Full circle. <laughs> full circle. Yeah. <laughs> uh listen for for most of your covers, uh you play all the parts. Yeah. You know, guitar, bass, drums, singing, mixing. Do you have a specific instrument that you like the most? Yeah. Uh bass. Oh. Yeah, I nothing like drumming is a chore. So I program all my drums now. <laughs> okay. Um I I I, do, I don't like that to be a secret. Sure. Um like I, I play them for the video. I program stuff I can really play, but like I I'm I'm old and I'm lazy and drums are <laughs> a lot and I like writing really complex, not really complex. It's fucking it's pop punk, but complex drum parts. Um and so like I don't want to put myself through that, you know. Every, every single song. So I, I program all my drums. So that's just out of the equation now. And I, so I think it's fair to say just right there, I, I hate drums. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair, fair. Um, with guitar, I, I'm fine with it. But like to me, guitar is just something I only do because it has to be there. Okay. Um, singing, I it's fun. But like there are days when I don't want to sing. I'm too tired or my voice isn't cooperating. But bass is always fun. Okay. Bass is never not the best time in the world because if you're just like driving away eighth notes, that feels badass and it's super simple. You can't fuck it up. Or if you're like coming up with crazy little bass runs, mm -hmm. even if you fuck it up, you're having the time of your life. Hell like yeah. it's I and I have like tiny little lady hands. So like <laughs> j just the physicality of can I play this monstrous instrument is like this exciting challenge that like the the other instruments don't give me um sure. there's just like the something really satisfying about being like a smaller dude and being able to like rip a gnarly bass line it's like yeah it's like, it's like landing a kickflip down like a 12 stair it's like sure like <laughs> most people could do it if this is what they do for a living but did you expect me to be able to i didn't <laughs> <laughs> i feel like there is a significant difficulty division between doing a kickflip down the 12 second and playing bass yes yeah. <laughs> but, it, but but it's it's um it's just a but sensation i see, I see of, where you're going yeah I see where you're going but just like because when you go to do it you're like i can't do that i can't do that and so like you start reasoning with yourself like i bet i could program it two notes at a time like you can kickflip down two stairs six times right yeah. but then you know, you get enough practice in, all of a sudden you're doing the full run. Yeah. Kind of thing. I, I mean, do... all this is assuming you can kickflip. <laughs> yeah. Or, I mean, Ollie. Let's start with right, Ollie. Right. <laughs> or riding the skateboard. <laughs> I, I, I take for granted, I skated before I got into music. So I always okay. forget that, like, most people don't have, like, the ability to just, like, grab a board, break into a full sprint, and hop on and go. Yeah, uh, yeah, just 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 happening. the the art <laughs> the art of riding a skateboard is difficult. It is. Okay, I've never okay. even I've never been good at it. See, I, I, I I've lost sight of that. I'm I'm uh, I need to check my balance privilege here. <laughs> <laughs> you do got a little balance privilege because uh, <laughs> I always wanted to skateboard. I actually. Right what was it what was it matt was it last year or two years ago that i said i think it was last year i'm like i'm gonna get a skateboard and i'm gonna learn how to skate now i never did but i have the skateboard you I have did the skateboard i got it yeah okay so that's okay. step one step one 
Okay, there's um I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up a link now so that I can send it to you later. <laughs> yes. YouTube skateboard one, two, three, four technique. There's this, I forget who did it. Was it Ben DeGross? Fucking love Ben DeGross. <laughs> anyway, I, I've got I've started searching for it. I'll I'll find okay, it for okay. you. Um so Cause... he basically breaks down in four tiny steps how to get comfortable getting onto and off of a skateboard. And once nice. you have that down you'll be able to start thinking about shit like how do i push because yeah, like there's so much that goes into just standing on it i i know and because yeah. <clears throat> i was telling my wife you know that like honestly i just want to learn to like ride a skateboard i don't need like i don't need to learn how to kick flip Aline's cool i i you know i could right that would be cool but like i just think it would be fun to just ride a skateboard around my neighborhood for exercise or just you yeah because i always wanted to so uh yeah okay if, if i can't find the video um i'll make it for you i'll remake it um and send it to you because I, cool. I have skateboards at at my desk and like i have some behind i am surrounded by these i have like six I think I have my my <laughs> daughter has one because she wanted to skateboard and then never did, um, and then I got as it happens. Yeah, I got then I got two. I think I have three here. So, <laughs> but yes, I would oh, teach me Obi Wan. <laughs> I'll get you on it at the very least. I promise I can get you on the thing. Hell yeah! And you I get him it. off it as well. Or is he just yeah, from now that's on? actually that's part of the yeah, that's, that's part what of the we'll thing. do. We'll, it's, <laughs> yeah, get it's on the warm up. Off. The warm up exercise is literally the four quick foot adjustments you do to get on and then get off of a skateboard. And it's I just was watching beginner skateboard videos um, after I broke my ankle a few years back skateboarding. Um, I wanted to like relearn from scratch because like my ankle was really messed up and had a lot of like muscle atrophy in my left leg. So okay. I was like, okay, I might as well start from scratch so I don't, like, learn again wrong and, like, develop right. a weird lopsided leg or something. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. But ed anyway, I started watching, like, super beginner videos, and there's this one that just, like, stood out to me. So, yeah, I'll I'll make sure you get that. <laughs> yes. <Love> Stoked. <laughs> Thank you. Matt, get so, <laughs> we're We're, we're going to bring it – we're bringing you back almost 20 years now. You were in a punk band in 2006 called We Are Adam West, which had a lot more of an aggressive sound. Yeah. What made you change stylistically to more toned down sound uh, with your band, Theatria? Is that correct? Sure. Uh, we call it Theatria. The theatria. whole world calls it Theatria. So okay. I think we're wrong. <laughs> uh, so the, I mean, the big thing was like we were, how old was I in We Are Adam? I was 16 years old. I was playing drums. I didn't know how to sing, so all I could do was yell. Uh, my friend Ben fucking, played guitar. <laughs> he could sing, but chose to yell. Okay. And then um, my friend Josh, who I, I still talk to every single day, uh, played bass. So we were just like a, a three-piece of angry little high schoolers. Um, and we were super into, um, I mean, all sorts of stuff, but like, a big influence on where we wanted to be. And and you won't hear this anywhere on Spotify because we put out an EP before the album that's available. Uh, mm -hmm. But like we were super into bands like Satia okay. and like Mineral and like just like all those like older emo, screamo yeah. bands. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, that's what... So like the song I Hate You off of the <laughs> We Are Adam West self-titled. Like that's... 
if, if you just listen to that and being like, these are a bunch of kids who like pop punk, but also are trying to be Seisha, it makes sense. Okay. Um, so, and so what happened then is like from the ages of 16 to 21, uh, I was in uh, a couple like hardcore bands as like the screamer. And okay. then eventually I was like, I want to learn how to sing. Um, so I wrote the entire first uh, Theatria record, except for the song Gordon. My friend, my friend Dan, who's who's in Theatria, he wrote Gordon. Nice. Um, he wrote the the riff on guitar. All I did was I added the drums and 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 sang on it. Um, but so that was me trying to prove that I could write songs, like songs, <laughs> like verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, pop song songs. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to prove that I could sing. And so that, that was really what made it toned down uh, was I was trying to be actively trying to be more accessible. Uh, I was trying to prove myself as a vocalist because I only did half the vocals in We Are Adam West. I'm the squeakier mm -hmm. of the two. Um, and yeah, I mean, the first song I wrote for Theatria was The Weakest Man in the Room, which is like the slow. I don't think it's actually an acoustic guitar, but I wrote it on acoustic. It's like sure. the acoustic ballad closer track. So that's how that band started. And then the heavy okay. elements just kind of slowly leaked in uh, from there. Uh, but yeah, that's really what it is, is it's you went from having my friend Ben being the principal songwriter of We Are Adam West and we were younger and angrier to me being the principal songwriter in Theatria where I'm older and depressed. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Well, you know, for it, and just to say like for a 16 year old band, We Are Adam West is pretty dang good. Thank you. I, I, I look back so fondly on that band and like, I want to re-record it just so like to have like a high def recording of it, but like mm -hmm. a, it is what it is. Cause it's so rough around the edges. Right. And B like the semantics of like, we're in our thirties now, man, like going to get together and re-record 10 songs from half our life. Ago. Like we live and, in different cities. And if you're going to do that, just write new ones, just write new songs, write new aggressive ones. Yeah. So like, that's what, um, I don't know if you guys have heard the counter cult EP that I put out. I have not. No. So, so that that one's sneaky and it's hard to find. Okay. But I promise it's on Spotify. Okay. And it, it's really hard to find. Um, but so I, I put out four songs uh, called Counter Cult. This is with Josh from We Are Adam West. Okay. And we did, it's basically a three minute long four song hardcore EP. And, and that was us kind of revisiting that younger angry uh, thing. That's rad. I'm going to have to check that out. <laughs> Yeah, please do. Please do. Um, the, you can find it if you search how many calories are in a bullet. If you okay. search that, that's one of the song titles, and that should bring up the uh, the EP. Uh, the rest of the song titles are like generic stuff like collapse nice. and control. And like you search that, nothing's going to come up. And for some reason, when you search counter cult, uh, nothing comes up as well. Well, I mean, a lot, a lot comes up, but like, uh, that record doesn't come up but we put that out like uh, a year and a half ago it was like december 4th uh 2021 i think something like May 14th 2021 and it's sick it's it's heavy it's angry it's pretty raw uh i recorded the intro track so like my microphone was here where i am now and then if you look behind me there's my bathroom so i was okay. screaming in the bathroom while the microphone picked me up here kind of like that like real diy dumb hardcore shit yeah hell yeah this is like i found it 
You found it. I went for I like right away went for it. <laughs> did, did you just have to search how many calories are in a bullet and it was there? Yep. It was yeah. right okay, there. if you if you're ever having a hard day and you want to take the edge off of how bad of a day you're having, jokingly ask yourself that question. I find it's a great pick me up. Because <laughs> 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 it's such a bizarre vain question. Like it is. And you it's know, a... it 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 reminds me of how like <laughs> like the stereotypical version of depression would manifest in the stereotypical version of Hollywood would be like some guy really wants to end it. But how many calories are in a bullet, though? It's true. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very fair and honest. My dietitian's going to be quite upset with me if I eat this thing. If so. I eat the wrong bullet, especially. Exactly. Like how many calibers? How many points is this? <laughs> a, lot of thought, a lot of thought to go into that <laughs> so you you did an interview with band hive where you talked about yeah. knowing when you need to take a break oh a lot of people that listen to our show are musicians themselves and yep. i thought it was really impactful to hear when you said that the algorithm does not care about you yes uh, releasing content every day or Every week is an incredible grind to live up to for anyone, let alone yep. people with full-time jobs and families. What advice would you give to those people grinding and trying to not burn out? Um, if you are tired, you are allowed to stop. Um, the algorithm doesn't care about you insofar as you can upload every single day or every single week for a year and a half. If you miss a week, you know, maybe your next video is not going to do so well. Mm -hmm. But the flip side, oh, Jesus Christ, the flip <laughs> side of, <laughs> of the algorithm not caring about you is that it also doesn't hold grudges. Right. So you take your break and you take as long as you need and you can come back. You're going to have maybe two weeks of like mid-level performing content. Maybe you'll come back with a banger. Who knows? Mm -hmm. But the real thing at the core of everything that we do, especially if you're releasing art instead of just like dumb BuzzFeed style content, mm -hmm. is like people are connecting with what you're doing. At the core of everything we do, it's people. Mm -hmm. And the all these algorithms, all they're trying to do is serve to people what they want, what they like, what they enjoy, what they spend their time consuming. So if you can get yourself, it, it can be like three people, but if you can get yourself an audience who looks forward to the next thing you do, whatever that next thing is, they're going to be there if you miss a week, you know, right. like they're, they're going to be there when you do come back. Like they're mm -hmm. not going to abandon you because they care. They're connecting to what you're doing. Um, so like for myself, I just, it is May 3rd right now. I haven't released a cover song on YouTube since March 13th. I almost went two months. Grant, I, I dropped, you know, lately came out with Kala. I don't want to yeah. be here anymore came out. Mm -hmm. But I'm a YouTube cover artist. People do not care about my song. Like people, there are people who do care. Right. But like from an algorithmic standpoint, right? Um, I don't want to be here anymore was a flop because my audience, quote unquote, is people who like genre bent cover songs of pop right. songs. Mm -hmm. So I hadn't done that in two months. And I put out, you know, the the Taylor Swift cover today. I'm like, it's doing fine. My mm -hmm. world didn't end. Uh, right. I, I didn't lose a bunch of subscribers. 
mm-hmm. fact, I had this weird, random, huge bump in views while I was in LA doing those videos. Mm-hmm. Just because I think what happened was like the algorithm didn't know what to do because there were people watching my stuff, but I wasn't making stuff. So right. the algorithm just like picked a video or five and started <laughs> serving it to people like as if it was fresh. And, and so I actually had like a huge uh, period of growth uh, for my YouTube channel when I was in this two month content drought. So like, yeah, just, just don't kill yourself. Like you're a human and like, right. because the corporate world demands, you know, you show up for your shifts, you work eight hours, go, go, go. They have figured out the way to maximize the human potential to turn into wealth, whatever. I find a lot of people, a lot of my peers, a lot of people I look up to think that they need to do that grind or harder with the thing they love and they just burn themselves out. And it's like, you don't have to like, yeah, you don't have to feel guilty for taking a break just because your job's cool. Right. It's it. And it's, it's tough because now at the, at the date, this podcast comes out, we'll have just like uh unsigned pop punk and the, the word, all my friends go podcast will have right. just done something very significant for us in um, we're going to take, a two week spring break. We're going yes. to, we're going to just not have two episodes. Yeah. It, and like you're weeks. not batching content to fill the gap, right? Like you're straight up taking a break. Yep. There there'll be no yes. episodes. Yes. Do that. Do the that. Next that's, two weeks. That's huge. And, <clears throat> and this is our third season and the entire season two. So the way we do our our seasons is right. year long, you know. So um and so last year we only didn't release one week. Right. In one whole year. That's exhausting. It's exhausting. And, That's exhausting. And so we're, you know, we're going like we had a couple like scheduling conflicts to where some people had like so, uh some guests had to cancel and we had to rearrange stuff. And, uh, and Matt can attest to this. I, I'm, I'm a bit of a panicker. I'm like, what right. are we going to do? We got to try and fill these. And then I just sent Matt a message. I'm like, Hey, we're not going to do that. We're going to, we're going to take a summer break or a yeah. spring break. We're going to take two weeks off do it. from putting out content do because it. it'll be okay. The people will be here in two weeks. We will be back in two weeks. Yeah, that that's that's what I do. Um, I I do like two or three breaks a year, where it's like I I because I reach that panic point on occasions where it's like, oh God, I need to make a video. What am I gonna make? And like when I'm in those situations, sometimes I end up just like pulling something out of my butt. So like the DK rap, but it's Limp Biscuit that I did mm-hmm. was one of those last minute like, oh my God, like I I need something. And then my friend Scott said, do this. And I was like, okay, and then I did it. Uh, but there are other instances where I've had that panic and I've started working on something and I very quickly realize, like, I'm not doing this because I want to or because I feel inspired. I'm doing this because I feel like I have to because the algorithm told me I had to. Right. I, Fuck I feel, it. I feel like I just so don't. many people get in that mindset of, like, yeah. if if I don't put out two TikToks a day – Yep. I'm never going to become famous 
or I, no one's ever going to see my stuff. And it's like, well, you could put out two TikToks a day and you might not get famous. It doesn't yes. matter. Like, like, yeah. Like you do need to make stuff like, but I, I, the consistency, I, in terms of like calendar consistency, I don't think it matters. I, I, I think the algorithms have been shifting away from it as well, yeah. because mm-hmm. like I just said, I noticed a period of tremendous growth or tremendous growth mm-hmm. uh, when I took a break. Like I, right. I think what month was it? What month are we in now? I want to say it was March was one of my biggest months on YouTube ever. Mm-hmm. And then April was up there as well. And it's like, what did I do? Well, okay, I did like Limp Biscuit. Nothing through this huge, <laughs> big hump. And then I put out a song on Kala's YouTube channel, which wouldn't have helped me at all, like from right. an algorithm standpoint. Yeah. And then I didn't release something until a full month after that. And even that was an original song that bombed. Mm-hmm. I might as well have not from an algorithm standpoint, put anything out. I think it actually hurt my channel putting something out <laughs> that like didn't fit like my audience's desires. Sure. And I, I think when you're pushing yourself to do the weekly grind, you run the risk of just like making stuff that's not as good as you could make it. And like there's something cool about like like I did a year and a half or so of consistent weekly uploads. Mm-hmm. And like that was cool just to see if I could. And I came up with a lot of cool stuff and developed the skill set to be able to crap out a song in two days if I ever have to. Right. But like, that's not a way you want to live. Like, you don't want to be doing that in your 40s. Right. And, but I think for like, you know, the people listening, like, that is something you need to start out doing, though. You need to, oh, yeah. You need to start out with the grind. You can't just like, half-ass it right out the gate and no. i've been saying that's half taking a break is half-assing it by any means but like you know it's like you got to do that nuts grind for a, a yeah. while before you can like have be able to take more breaks yeah like i, I have a friend i won't name him because i don't want to like diss him publicly but like he's <laughs> the best pop punk cover artist out there and he has like three fucking videos because he's such a perfectionist and uh, amongst uh, you know other factors in his life but one of the big ones is he's such a perfectionist that he gets in his own way of being able to even make shit Mm -hmm. and it's like there's no such thing as perfect you're really talented just make stuff right like you don't have to i I don't know so like he it's really heartbreaking because i i could see him like eclipsing me eclipsing all of us like not that i'm like a big name in the pop punk scene like i'm like like thirty thousand youtube subscribers like i'm like maybe d list but like he he could be like b tier like you know like hundreds of thousands of subscribers if he would just make the shit right sure and like it doesn't have to be every week but like just make it just make it Mm -hmm. you know go at your own pace but go yeah. I think that's the big thing uh, to to kind of wrap up that whole taking a break thing. Go at your own pace, but do go. And sometimes taking a break is part of grow. Like if you ever go on a road trip, it's not like you never stop to piss. Right. Right. It, it's it's, it's good... the emotional version of that. Just, you know, it's longer than seven minutes or however long it takes to go in, ask the guy where the bathroom is, have him say that they're only for customers. And then you have to go find like a pack of peanuts to buy because he's not going to let you in unless you buy those, you mm-hmm. know. All but, that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man. We got so we got one more question for you. Yeah. 
you've already given us awesome advice, but if uh, you could give our listeners a piece of advice that you know now that you wish you knew when you were first starting your journey, what would it be? Oh man, just make stuff. Just make stuff. You are going to, I, I had the notion that I would make my first piece of content would be perfect. And then I would just keep making perfect content after that. And so it took me a year to make my first YouTube video. Um, in like the grand scheme of me trying to be a professional, I had made videos before, but this is like during the professional push. It sure. took me a year <clears throat> to get to the point where I was ready to release uh, the the first real YouTube video. Yeah. And it was uh, Miseria Cantare by AFI when I was doing my full album cover of Sing the Sorrow. And that is the most awkward fucking video i like like i i had no camera presence which you can only develop by being on camera by making right. videos right so like the yeah. editing's weird the i'm awkward the the it sounds like i you know i'm proud of how the mix was and everything yeah. but like i should have just not been so precious about it because what I have managed to do instead of having a bunch of shitty videos, which would be excusable, is I have a bunch of really high production value shitty videos <laughs> because I, I waited until all the conditions were perfect before I even started getting experience. Sure. So, yeah, just just make shit. Like film right. it with your phone, edit it in – I don't know if Windows Movie Maker is still around, like an iMovie. What, yeah. what, whatever you have available to you, just, just make stuff. Um, you're going to figure out – there's some sort of Venn diagram out there that's stuff you're good at, stuff you enjoy, and stuff people actually give a shit about. And you're not going to figure out where those three intersect unless you're just making shit. Yeah. It, so it's like I trial and error. Oh, yeah, exactly. So like I learned, people don't want faithful, full reproduction covers of uh, albums from 20 years ago. They could just go listen to the album from 20 years ago. So you know, and it took me six months. Like I, I put out like 18 videos covering sing the sorrow plus the b-sides one song at a time and mm -hmm. i was about nine songs in before i realized but at that point it was like i'm already nine songs in so i, I just i saw it through <laughs> yeah but yeah, yeah. like if i had just started just making stuff instead of i'm gonna do this 20 song series of her like why didn't i why why did i do that <laughs> <laughs> Huh? That's six months I'll never get back, you know, where I, I could have just started making stuff. But yeah. <laughs> but here well, you are now. Yeah, here I am now. You learn. On the Unsigned Pop Punk Podcast. Yes. Who All is, thanks to AFI. Who is, uh, let's be honest, <laughs> whose YouTube subscribers far eclipse yours, right? Where are you at? Where are you at? <laughs> Not 30,000. <laughs> 400. Well, like I think like four twenty seven. I think Ooh. we're at. Oh, seven we're over. It. We're get. We're going for it. Four twenty eight. It's four twenty nine now. Four twenty nine now. We went up two today. Oh shit! Andy Negative was on this. Yeah. Oh, I love him. Yeah. Oh, I love that guy. Oh, I love that dude. Oh Will my god! At, Will you look at that? Yeah, we're we're uh we're we're pushing for the first one k. That's that's the dream. That's okay. The goal. Okay, I'll do what I can to help. Hell yeah, I'll, uh, let's go. I'll I'll tell my Discord server folks. Hey, I I don't know what we talked about because I don't listen to myself when I talk. But <laughs> yeah. I talked about some stuff. <laughs> we talked a lot about a lot of cool stuff. Um, and talk thinking about cool stuff. We're gonna take a quick break. 
and we'll be right back with our food for thought segment hey pat here with unsigned pop punk we're a community dedicated to building up the music scene by shining a spotlight on up-and-coming bands now i know what you must be thinking these guys must be raking in the cash wrong but you can help us help others by picking up some merch we found what big business is selling shirts for and we slashed the prices we saw what people are charging for sweatshirts and we windmill kicked those prices in the face so pick up some merch from us today. You won't be mad you did. What's up friends, we're super stoked to tell you that we just partnered with G Fuel. And let me tell you, there is no more pop punk beverage on the market right now than G Fuel. G Fuel keeps you energized, focused, and hydrated. If you go to gfuel.com right now and use code UNSIGNEDPOPPUNK, you're gonna save 20% off your entire order. You can get it in the tub form and have 40 freaking servings of flavors like Rick and Morty's Unstable Portal Fluid, which is a delicious strawberry limeade, or get something in the can form like Sonic's Peach Rings or Crash Bandicoot's Wumpa Fruit. Go to gfuel.com and check it out for yourself. Let us know what your favorite flavor is. And once again, don't forget to use our code UNSIGNEDPOPPUNK to save 20%. It's a heck of a deal, man. Like, I, I don't know if you guys watch my videos with subtitles ever, um, but I, I, so I bury in almost all my videos, like alternate subtitles, just full okay. of like jokes. Nice. And it's like, you're, you're not getting the Todd experience if you're not watching with subtitles. I'll have <laughs> kind to check of, it out. Kind See, of thing. I, but uh, it's, my, it's, my daughter always yeah. has like the closed captioning on. Right. It's, it's so much fucking fun. Um, so yeah, nice like little... I it's a nice little it's just, uh, it's extra. Easter, yeah, it's right? a nice little extra that yeah. if if somebody like randomly put yes. it on, it'd be like, wait a second. Yeah, twenty percent of people see it. Yeah, like I ha I have the analytics. Twenty percent of people see it. I had some people complain, and rightfully, they're like, "Bro, I'm hard of hearing. Can you make some real fucking subtitles?" <laughs> <laughs> and so, at the beginning of a lot of my videos now, it'll say like, "Hey, if you need the subtitles for real, just change your language to English Canada." And then, so like I, I do two sets now, where it's like nice. we've got because I'm Canadian, so the real ones are Canada, um, but the uh, <laughs> the 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 fun ones are American. I should have oh, flipped cool. them, but then less people would have seen the I fun totally ones. Didn't. So, and we're back. Thank you so much for sticking around. We are hopping into the food for thought segment, the segment that everyone waits for. I don't know if anyone's number one. Everybody. Number one. Number one. They all just they they want to watch the interview and they're like, hey, I need to Get know to food. what food questions they came up with. And I can yeah, tell I'm you right now that the food questions we came up with are on topic. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. That was awesome, man. Was I, awesome. I will say sometimes I'm a space cadet when I talk and I just like to just I, I like to start a sentence and I don't know where it's going. But yep. we're going to run the course with it. <laughs> and, and we're here now. Now we're here. So we're going to start. I, I didn't talk about random people like I sometimes do. So we're already there. We're already yeah. past that. You're point. already past we that. We haven't met least. any celebrities on the journey. Have not. <laughs> with that being said, I'm going to start us off with our first question. So like we said earlier, um, you are known for your genre bending, um, taking you know different songs and genre into pop punk, emo, hardcore. We want to take this into the food world. 
Yeah. We want you to mash up two different foods and let us know what are those foods that you're mashing up from different uh, different food genres and what is this new thing going to be called? I Okay, the name I'm going to have to let spin in my head for a little bit, but I think it would be really cool to somehow blend the worlds of sushi and Mexican food. Ooh. I feel like you could come up with some because it like they're both rice based, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. So you could come up with some shit. I'm sure, like if you're me- like I, mixing it with Mexican, you probably will have to shit. Yeah, a hundred percent. But like, I'm just thinking like the the you know the different sauces and yeah. beans and cheese. Like you could you could make like tiny tacos on a bed of rice, mm-hmm. or. Mm-hmm. You could fill like a burrito, also like whatever meat you were gonna do. Now it's raw sushi. Yeah. I would eat it. That off yeah. the top of my head, that's where I'm. That's I guess I might be pregnant, but that, that's where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> I, you had you were you were ready with it. I yeah. like the mini taco idea. You've been though. thinking about this, haven't you? No. No, I just I'm I'm just following my my cravings. I haven't eaten since I mean it's only been four hours. It's like I I I ate some curry, I had a nap, I woke up and now we're here and I'm thinking about tacos. Nice. I often think about tacos, so here's he's gonna just gonna finish this podcast, walk out that door, and we're going to sushi and we're going to Mexican and we're just gonna have a bring baby. it back home and just see what you can <laughs> yeah, I do, be like what are we doing <laughs> i do have a leftover taco from taco john's still oh so. hell yeah all right yeah. Could fuck oh with the, that. The, the, there was actually um i mean we're still in the realm of sushi but one thing i used to do uh back before my friend scott told me i needed to lose weight was <laughs> i would go to a and w and get what's called the chubby chicken burger okay which is just like a really good you know breaded chicken burger Sure. And then I would go next door to a place called uh, Oishi Sushi, and I would get their smoked salmon California rolls, which is just California roll wrapped in smoked salmon. And I would put the salmon on the burger – or not the salmon, the whole sushi. I put it oh. on the burger, so I'd have this, like, big, beastly, like, four-inch, unhinge-your-jaw kind of burger. But the flavor profiles of the A&W chubby chicken with the smoked salmon uh, complemented each other so well. Um, that's, that's impressive. Sounds- well, I, I I don't know that I would do it again, you know, like, with the economy and all that. Yeah. But it's like, like it's like a twenty three dollar affair. Yeah, <laughs> like what Shia LaBeouf says: "Don't let your dreams be dreams." <laughs> exactly. Yo, was he the one that like popularized that? Yeah. 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 Yeah, he was oh, like, man. don't let your dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't realize he's why that was a, a saying. Wow, I quote him a lot. <laughs> I that, didn't it, know. That's like a fancy um, version of the what McDonald's what, McGangbang or whatever. Is that what it's called? Yeah, like, it's a bougie you, McGangbang. Yeah. I, I used take... to make another one called the McClusterfuck, <laughs> which was because um, you know how the McGangbang was the McDouble with the junior chicken? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So then you just also add the bacon cheeseburger. So you've oh. got all the animals involved. Holy shnikes. Well, yeah. or you could do the Lancey and Air Burger. Which is the fish oh. fillet McDouble? Oh shit! <laughs> McChicken. <laughs> that never to... occurred. I've never had a fillet of fish. I'm realizing I've you never might have had to it. Try it. You have to. Uh, I'm just looking at the time, and it's like it's eight thirty-six. <laughs> is that the time of day to go order a fucking 
No, you need to wait. McDonald's. You need to wait closer like, to two a.m. <laughs> Hard noon. Well, I'm just thinking in terms of like freshness of the fillet. Oh, mm-hmm. Freshness like, of the they're gonna hand me a brick of what once was fish. Right. See, I'm right? more thinking of like that. That is like ordering that is a two a.m. decision. It's a but... two a.m. decision that you should be making at noon. Right. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> That's what your thirties are. <laughs> <laughs> that's making your 2 a.m decisions at noon <laughs> i like it uh, next food for thought question what is the go-to breakfast of champions for a content creator okay i i have spent years perfecting this okay, okay. Uh-huh. very simple uh-huh. you take a bell pepper you cut it into slices I like bell peppers that's it. You just you eat that, you have a sugar-free Red Bull, and you just get going. <laughs> All right. That's it. Co- coffee, coffee is too uh, anxiety-inducing, and sugared Red Bull you're going to crash from. But you get some natural nutrimites from the uh, from the pepper, and okay. you get your proper nutrients from the Red Bull. And uh, it, it bonus points if it's a red pepper. Oh, yeah. red pepper to go with your Red Bull. Exactly. You got to be on theme. Nice. And uh, if you're in the musical space, you probably have a red wall somewhere in your room, so you have to eat it in that room. So nice for, for me. That's for sure. the the wall. I have to eat it here at the desk. I am um, a creature of habit, and okay. every morning I have oatmeal. Uh huh. A uh, Greek yogurt. Hell yes. And like fruit on the bottom, if possible, like blueberries. Yep. Oh yeah. 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 That's the only fruit way. on the bottom. Uh, and a cup of coffee. Not bad. That's... I'm more of a Balkan yogurt guy myself, but I think it's just cause it has more sugar and I have the palate of a five-year-old. There we go. How I... about you, Matt? What's your, what's your breakfast? I, I, it changes, but right now it's, uh, it's just smoothies. I got protein powder smoothie. Huh? Just, Easy. This guy's got his life together. Holy shit! <laughs> I, I, got, I got a wife. I got a wife who 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 will throw them in for me. Man, I like like because I have a blender. I have the powders. I have like the frozen fruit and everything. And it's like, oh, that's so much work to put stuff in a thing and press a button. Like I Ugh. can't do. I can't do it. Yeah, I, we, you might as well just make eggs, bacon, and toast at that point. You know, I know you, you. There's so much. There's so much, so I yeah, I just grab a Red Bull and get going. <laughs> That's why I've got my microwavable oatmeal. <laughs> oh man, I live off of microwave dinners. I don't know how, like, I don't look like I'm sixty. Like I eat like such trash. I like a good i i I like a good microwavable dinner though. It's so like good. uh like a lean cuisine, um. I'm a like I'm a dirt bag with it. Like for some reason, I don't know what it is, but boy, do I just really like the the meatloaf and mashed potato. Yo, lean cuisine. Yeah, oh. yeah. No mashed potatoes and frozen dinners. I don't know what they're actually made of, but it supersedes potatoes. They, there's a I think it's like Stouffer's. They make like a Thanksgiving feast dinner, mm-hmm. and it's like turkey and gravy and stuffing and mashed potatoes. I could eat that shit every single day. <laughs> if it wasn't for the kidney stones that it provides, I would eat that shit two meals a day minimum. Stouffer's, if you're listening, uh, Todd's looking for a sponsorship. 
Yeah, so and Red this Bull. Episode. <laughs> this Red episode Bull. is also looking for a first sponsorship. Yeah. Stofers. Stofers, Stofers and Red Bull. The <laughs> <laughs> <Meal> of champions. <laughs> and oh, it's yeah. already got gravy, so you could just like dump the Red Bull in and more gravy. Oh. Supercharge your Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Kyle. <laughs> We got one more food question, but before okay. I ask this food question, I do have to ask just one random question. This is off the script. Yeah. Have you ever been called the alternative or emo or pop punk weird Al? Daily, daily, because I, 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 this whole interview—that's all I've thought about. I'm like, wow, in the, in the wow. most, like, in the most amazing way possible. I fucking love no, weird, weird Al. Al's the fucking man. Like, it's like I get a lot of like, ha ha, you look like white man with curly hair. I get a lot of those comments. <laughs> And like, I, of course, I'm a white guy with curly hair. I'm going to get those. But when sure. I get the Weird Al ones, my reaction is always, yeah, like father, like son. Like, I just like to joke that Weird Al just is my dad. I like And it. that I'm just following in his footprints, but with more distortion. Because um, like I, I straight up, like uh, last Christmas, I did um, uh, Dirty Little Secret by All American Rejects. Mm -hmm. But I just changed the lyrics to make it a Christmas song. And I'm like, that's just Weird Al shit. Yeah. Full on weird Al shit. Like I, I didn't remake it and like, ooh, what if it was this other genre? No, it was literally just here's the song, but it's about Christmas and marrying Ryan Seacrest somehow. I love it. And I like I love Christmas pop punk stuff too. That's a, yeah, that me a, too. I I love Christmas music. That's uh, that's something I I think not a lot of people know about me, but the people that know me definitely know is like when Christmas music hits, like november everywhere you go and everyone's all like oh christmas music i can't get away from it i'm like oh christmas music i can't get away from it like i love like they just jazzify everything and call it christmas it's so fucking sick i agree i i love christmas and um matt knows i i anytime it once it becomes christmas it's a pop punk christmas around here to the point yep. to where we have like l uh, we made like a elder F and emo shirt that was like our big oh, that's cool oh, gold foil big stacked font um but for christmas i made an elder elf and emo <laughs> <laughs> that's so fucking good <laughs> oh my god i love that yeah <laughs> holy shit how many uh, more of those do you have you want one i'll send you i, oh, I, guess. I, I would be overjoyed I got a big bag of them. <laughs> That's what happens when you order stickers. You just uh, so it's like uh, Theatria has condoms that say "daddy issues" on them mm -hmm. um, to coincide with our single daddy issues. We thought it would be a great merch idea. Um, we Turns sold out. like twenty of them. <laughs> Turns out, no one wants to buy merch in the middle of a recession. That's really what it is. Like, there is that. I have Todd's face on a shirt dot com, and like I sell a shirt a month, which like. When you think about it in terms of like how many views I'm getting on YouTube, how many Spotify listeners I have, like my conversion rate of like listeners to sales is like 0.001%. And I don't think that's just a me problem. I think it's just really hard to sell it's, merch right now. It's Everyone's just, fucking it, broke. And yeah. And in general, like, so we'll go do festivals and stuff like that. And we've got a, mm -hmm. a bunch of merch and like all of our like, merch that says you know like our elder f and emo shirt or like we have like a 
like a gender equality is dope as fuck shirt like that oh, sort I of like stuff that. that will sell like hotcakes we'll sell tons right. of it but online the only thing that sells the only shirt anyone buys is just our our logo shirt that's amazing just the skull support local music logo shirt that's it maybe, maybe that's the thing maybe i need to leave the house you I, could leave go. the house maybe, walk maybe over? that's all it is yeah, you play want... some video games <laughs> yeah okay okay as long as, as long as you got like some 2d platformers I, I can't play new games okay so once there's a third dimension i'm like whoa <laughs> i uh if you like retro games like nintendo you know yeah, and yeah, yeah. all that the good stuff the good stuff all over here i've got nintendo sega super yep. nintendo yep ps1 ps2 yeah i just finished watching a four hour long well technically it was two two hour long videos but it was part one part two of this dude walking through super mario world and explaining every single secret in every single level and basically how to beat the game, not these crazy strategies, just like, okay, so you're going to want to walk to the right. And then <laughs> under this question mark block, if you want these coins, there are coins. But if you don't need coins, you can keep going and get this mushroom unless you already have a cape then you're going to want to keep the cape. But it was four hours of this and he 100%ed the game and I, I eat that shit up. Love I it. love it. I, I support <laughs> that very much. Uh, Speaking of eating shit up. Oh, sorry, Pat. Did you want to? <laughs> no, Matt. Get to the real question. I, I want to be back on topic. <laughs> I was just gonna gonna take that that transition us, option a, and just go with the transition. With <laughs> Got one more food question. Okay. Being the mashup king that you are. Which food products or fast food jingles would make a good pop punk cover mashup? Okay. Oh wow. You're welcome to use. Oh this wow. As a video, if you'd like. Man, see, I'm blanking on food ones. I've got like the Mr. Clean jingle in my head, and not Mr. Clean by Millen Colin, but right, like Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. That's from like the fucking. Not I don't think they use it anymore. Yeah, that's a um, '90s commercial for sure. Man. This is hard. Can you like list off some food jingles? I'm actually drawing well, a blank. I'll let now, you know if it would be a hit or not. Now I just want him to do the bagel bites one. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I just want you to do bagel bites. Oh, um, 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 baby bottle pop would rip. There you go. It's already halfway there. All you need to do is like give it some more attitude and make it a little less suggestive because you don't want to like make it too pop punk. But just breakdowns i mean yeah just easy core baby <laughs> bottle pop the 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 bagel bites is already kind of is pretty up tempo too and it's kind of got That's some aggressive true. vocals on it so you could you could probably go pretty pretty hard on that yeah I mcdonald's wouldn't work like the ba 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 i'm loving it like i'm sure someone has made it work but like you just go like but it'd be like <laughs> one of those like almost like no effects like five second things like bah, 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 bah. i'm loving it but it would done. be like it would be like new age blink 182 where just there's this inexplicable drum solo right before it kicks in right so it'd be like the first chord and like travis barker yelling like yeah and then ba -da -ba -ba -ba, i'm loving it mm-hmm uh but yeah i don't i I'm, I'm sorry i didn't deliver very well on that question i'm just I blanking mean, hard on if jingles. you were going to do okay you could do hold up 
So now if Blink-182, if you did a, if Blink-182 right. did McDonald's, right? Because they na, wouldn't na, just... Na, na, na. Yeah, first off, it would have to be a na, 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 na. And then right. it'd be like, I'm loving your mom. Yes. You know, it would have to, it would ha- you'd have to say something like... Or just like a two-second pause and then, dad. Yeah. <laughs> dad. <laughs> or, or you could do like a day to remember style. Like a down. Oh pause. shit! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Group vocal. Ba 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 ba. ba I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> just a video of just if this band did this. Yeah, you could do an entire video of different bands doing oh. the McDonald's. <laughs> give me a give me a break by Kit Kat would slap. Yeah. Um, I wish I was an Oscar Mayer wiener. Yep. Oh yep. yeah. There That's you go. a full song. Like you could it take is. that somewhere really dark, really emotional, really human if you wanted to. Um Oh yeah. You could like, use the the Huggies I'm a big kid now as the end of like a chorus hook to a completely unrelated song. Or it do, would fit really well. Do a um like a a rendition. This isn't food, but you could do like Toys R Us Kid. Oh, 100%. That'd be tight. Oh, State Farm would go yeah. hard. Because <laughs> you could, like, you could half time it and, like, the vocals stay normal, but just da, 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 ba, da, 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 da. it would go pretty hard. You could do uh, the Chili's Baby Back Ribs song. Oh, yeah. Easy. Easy. Mm. See, now we're rolling. Now we're rolling. Yeah, we just, just it's hungry. just flowing now. <laughs> gonna need to make a whole like uh a, a jingles album oh man oh man that that is on, on my vinyl, soft to-do list yeah that is something i, I want to do tv jingles i want to do food jingles i want to do a bunch of like really obscure commercials that like mm-hmm. it's gonna get 16 views on youtube because like no one's gonna know any of the jingles yeah like because no, like I, i'm so JG like local wentworth. tv and not local to me <laughs> exactly exactly jg wentworth or like uh Benton Fry Ford Lincoln. What is that? I know what that is. The whole song's in my head right now. But like no one knows what that is. So I, I think I it would be fun to do like a medley of obscure local business jingles. I support this. I do too. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I could do the the William Natar one. Is that have you guys do you guys get the hurt in a car called William Natar? Or is that like just local to where I am? That's probably local for you, man. Oh man, that is rough. He's, it's, I mean, it's I, all those lawyer commercials, they're great. There used to be they, two lawyers called uh, Salino and Barnes, and I recently saw a commercial. It's just for Salino now, and I was fucking uh-oh. heartbroken. I was like, yo, what? Barnes is gone. Like, what's the lore here? Like, is he gone or did he leave? There's this. Matt might know. There's this lawyer, um, it like up in Minnesota here that has like he does all these like goofy commercials and stuff, and he's like bald and he's got a beard. He's like kind of like me, and he makes commercials pretty much how I would make a commercial. And I'm like, you know what? If I'm ever injured, I'm calling this guy. It's like Nicolette <laughs> or something like that. I don't know, but I'm calling that dude for sure. Well, he gets you, right? Mm-hmm. I think like, the most important part of representation is understanding absolutely. Uh, between the, the lawyer and client. 
<laughs> okay. That is the end of our food for thought segment. We're moving on to the last segment. This okay. one is rapid fire questions. Friendships will be tested. Rapid fire questions. Uh, oh, God. Oh, God. You're going to speak from the heart. You're going to shoot from the hip. I'm going to get canceled is what's going to happen. No. Here we go. Um, <laughs> we're very concerned if you can cancel yourself from these questions. Yeah, these are they're very, they're pretty innocent, and typically it only causes issues if they're if if it's a band doing it because they'll be like, right. "I like this." No, I like this. What the fuck do you mean you like that? You know, right, 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 like that. Let's um, hope I don't do that with myself. We're just gonna see his wife I slam the do. door open and say, yeah. "What? Did you say? <laughs> what did you just say?" Todd Durst shows up and he's like, "Motherfucker, what?" <laughs> yes, man, I miss Todd Durst. It's been two months since I portrayed him. Maybe bring him back. You know, he could roll and roll and roll in. Uh, yeah, there's. So I, I'll, many... I'll bring him back soon. You'll you'll there's see so Todd Durst options. within the month. I promise. There's I so hide. many options because, uh, God. I love Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Me too, man. Me I too. Really, I really Someone do. pointed out some like really problematic stuff that Fred had said like 10 years ago to me the other day. And I was like, offer the nookie. Like, and it wasn't like, <laughs> like, it was like globally problematic. Like he expressed support for Russia, which like, yeah, big issue. But also that was 10 years ago. It seems like he said it once. And, like, I don't know that he ever rescinded it, but he at least shut the fuck up about it, which, you know. I mean, that's that's more than a lot of people can do. That's more than a lot of people can do. And also, it's fucking Fred Durst. You expect him to be a geopolitical fucking expert? Like, <laughs> I mean, dude lives in California. Where's a fucking New York Yankees hat? Come on, give me a break. Yes, that's what I mean. Like, he's he doesn't know where and when he is. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and the color of the hat's black, Fred. Um... <laughs> it was foreshadowing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I really wanted a red Yankees hat, though. Like, Right? Who didn't back then? Actually, I, mean, I, I didn't. I was too young. But <laughs> I, I actually didn't um, because um, Minnesota. So mm, um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Minnesota Twins, Yankees are our mortal enemies yep. and uh so no i never wanted a red yankees hat but i did however want to want a red twins hat right you know oh that would be a nice homage yeah i wanted to sell out your core values yeah yeah because fuck the yankees um <laughs> unless you're from new york and then it's all good it's all good it's all good but uh go twins um <clears throat> cool first question here we go you ready Yes. Mountain Dew or Mellow Yellow? Mellow Yellow. Starting off hot right now. Wow. <laughs> I t I'm telling you, I'm getting canceled. <laughs> <laughs> That's 50% of your people just shut the podcast off. Yeah. My sub Mellow drops Yellow? Like... <laughs> Horror or comedy movies? horror because and i know this is rapid fire i'm not supposed to elaborate but <laughs> horror can be so bad it's a comedy it's true 
and there also but, is horror comedy like yes Evil so Dead too. I, I yes i, I horror mm-hmm. easy easy love it i appreciate that this is not um an either or question but do you still listen to the radio no yeah mm. well, a lot of people do i haven't since like 2006 once i started making music i was like cool I'm done. Don't need any of you guys anymore. And just started making my own. I listen to the radio currently because my car is in the shop. <laughs> right. So I don't have Bluetooth. Um oh. and my wife's car. Ugh, old, you know? Yep. Oh, I get I get it. I get it. I don't have Bluetooth. That's why mm. I have take off your pants and jacket in, in the CD player, because it's like that's that's the music. We're driving <laughs> to please take me home on loop. <laughs> just repeat <laughs> just that song uh um cartoon network or nickelodeon oh shit cartoon network nice thin crust or regular crust pizza okay this depends if it is a uh frozen pizza mm-hmm. i want that shit thin mm-hmm. if i'm buying it from a restaurant I want to – what's the word when you take money from someone? <laughs> Purchase. I want to milk them for all the dough they've got. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Purchase. Steal? <laughs> Steal. Uh, yeah. um, milk was the was milk. the milk. one I was looking for. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Um, people, I look for the word milk as well. Yeah. <laughs> I got nipples, Maka. Fuck a king. <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, this is now. This would be the controversial question, Uh-oh. I guess. Oh, dear God. And it's, it's so it's very important. So you you think about this one real good. Okay, I will think about this rapid fire question. Okay, Lindsay Lohan or Tara Reid. Oh, mm. Lindsay. Yeah. Yeah. It's understandable. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, Mean Girls is one of my favorite. It's like my two favorite movies are Mean Girls and Goodfellas. So I gotta gotta go with Lindsay. Yeah. I don't think Lindsay was in Goodfellas. No, but I'm just saying <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. Those are the two. <laughs> what if she was? What if it was, she was Lindsay like, Lohan she's the baby. And not Joe Pesci? <laughs> <laughs> I'm funny how? <laughs> what do you mean? All I'm hurt and teenaged. Just... Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean I'm funny? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Fuck. Ray Liotto's in the burn book. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like switch them out, you know, replace yeah. them. Joe Pesci is now in Mean Girls. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's why kind, are we wearing pink? Why are we pink on Wednesdays? <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, Rob Schneider's The Hot Chick, <laughs> but with Joe Pesci. <laughs> I would fucking watch this movie. I just I, would, I would like a, to... a full cast swap would be amazing. <laughs> full, yeah, full cast swap. <laughs> <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Tina Fey is De Niro. Like, 
Oh, it made me lightheaded there. That was good. That was, <laughs> that was real good. It's a shining moment. Uh, we have two. Well, we technically have two left, but I, I don't think we'll, okay. we'll, we'll see. Uh, okay. Newfound okay. Glory uh-huh. or MXPX? Oh, Newfound Glory. Mm-hmm. That hurt, but yeah. I know. It's, oh. I, I'm here to hurt you a little bit. Yeah, because um, like Punk Rock Show is one of those songs that like is. is just one of those songs. I don't think as iconic as Newfound Glory is, I don't think any of their songs hits me as hard as Punk Rock Show. Mm-hmm. But like uh, Newfound Glory is more consistent. And they do all the cover albums, so, you know. MXPX uh, does some cover albums, too, though. Yeah, but, but not like, as good. Glory kills it. Yeah. yeah. Newfound Glory's cover albums, though, are top yeah, tier. Yeah, like, there are songs they've done that I'm like, I wish I could cover that song, but I would just be covering their cover because I couldn't do it better. The, it, what's your favorite Newfound Glory cover? The one that's like, I don't want the world to see me. Is that Iris? Oh, yeah, Iris. By the Goo Goo yeah. Dolls? Yeah, I, I think it's yeah. that. I think it's that. There's good um, ones, though. They did Kiss Me, right? That one's yeah. really fucking good. What is it? It's the one from um, the, the Greatest Showman. I don't know. You don't know that one? No, I don't. Oh, I don't on. listen to music. Fun fact. Fun fact. Um, <laughs> this is me. This is me. Yep. You need to check oh, that one out. I've heard that song. It, but their version of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's the version I've heard. Yeah. It's just I just didn't know what it was from because I just listened to Newfound Glory's cover albums, and I'm like, oh, songs, yay! Fun. So funny enough, <laughs> my, my wife um likes loves Newfound Glory through like through me, you know. Right. And so when that they're they're from the screen to stereo three came out with this is me on it like I obsessed with it, right? And it was th- my wife had this one magical moment where every once in a while she just hits this and it's so wonderful that we'll never forget these. And um, she had this one moment and she was she heard the this is me on the radio, but like the real one. The real one on the radio. Yeah. And it was like, she's like, oh, do you hear it? Do you hear this? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, it's so cool that Newfound Glory wrote this. It's like, nope. <laughs> nope. Fuck. Sorry, sorry, baby. Nope. Those are moments I have. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm your wife in this scenario. I have those all the fucking time. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> she did it once she did it once one other time we we're wandering through the mall and we we're talking about something and then out for no reason she was like you know it'd be re- I, I wish minnesota had a hockey team <laughs> <laughs> we do the most canadian state yeah of course it has a hockey team yep and i was like excuse me what oh, that's adorable what oh that? My God. Uh, and uh so we we joke about that all the time i love it's, that it was so like both of those are just wonderful moments that it's like oh, it's not that. even embarrassing because it's no. so great. God, I, I do I, a lot of like I'll conflate actors. That's my that like actors that look nothing alike. <laughs> like I got Tim Meadows and Don Cheadle mixed up once. And, yeah, like, they not literally the look nothing alike. No, nope. but I was like so amazed at like the uh, acting range. <laughs> <laughs> that Tim Meadows had 
<laughs> wow, Tim Meadows really stepped his shit up. Right, because because like if I thought they were both Tim Don Meadows Cheadle, in Hotel Rwanda, that's great. literally that's literally that's that was the movie where I was like, oh my god, wow, that was the movie that that was the movie. <laughs> was like I was I was like sixteen and I was like hard in my Mean Girls phase and I was like, oh, oh my god, no, dude. And Tim like, Meadows goes just... hard in Hotel Rwanda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's there's a few of those i mix up um see i don't know their names because i mix them up mm-hmm. fuck it's chris pine and someone yeah i just i just i'll be like oh man chris pine's in this and it's like he's not chris no, he's not <sighs> could be let Maybe. me look up chris pine's face i i just know that i mix the name up chris pine's yeah. the dude yes. from star yes. trek yes it it is hemsworth Okay. And they're both named Chris, so it's yeah. just like it's a no-win scenario for me. Mm-hmm. They were both in superhero movies? Yep. Yep. It's fair. It's fair. All right. Our last of our rapid-fire questions. Okay. Um, <clears throat> now, typically I wouldn't actually ask you this, but since we've done so much jingles talk, okay. I am going to ask it. Um, okay. But you do not... You do not have this in Canada. I know this. Okay. We've done this. We've done Canadian interviews already. (laughs) But are you able to sing to us the jingle for O'Reilly Auto Parts? No, but I know that I've heard it. Matt. I can't sing it. You can sing it for him. You you give it to him, Pat. You want? Okay, I'll do it. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto parts. Wow. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. That would have been, I would have heard that like watching Judge Judy, I think. Mm. Or Family Feud. One of those, like I would have been watching a US network. And I that would have is... been seeing some shit not for Canadian eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Judge Judy. This would have been a perfect opportunity for a NordVPN sponsor. <laughs> Yo, reach I'll, out to them. Y'all, I'll take that NordVPN scratch, bro. Uh, <laughs> Yo, I've got Nord open right now. Let's go. I've got my VPN off for optimal video quality for this oh call. But uh, Oh, my gosh. Look at so, that. hackers, if you're listening, now, now's your chance. I've got my YouTube channel open. Yeah, take well, it. The, the pro- <laughs> if, if you're listening now, you fucked up. This was pre-recorded, baby. <laughs> we got your number now day after this podcast comes out all my thumbnails are just dicks (laughs) (laughs) but not like penises but different various uh, people named dick yeah different (laughs) dick cheney van dyke richard cheese dick van dyke oh my god his name's richard cheese that's disgusting oh yeah have you have you ever heard of him yeah, I have. I just it just clicked for me now that it's yeah. Dick Cheese. Dick Cheese. Isn't yeah. that great? Huh. That's that's been I'm 20 years late to that. <laughs> wow. No, Richard Cheese is awesome. Yeah. Richard Cheese is awesome. For those of you I, listening that have never heard Richard Cheese. I had a neighbor growing up. I had a neighbor growing up whose name was Richard Dick. That's that's Dick rough. Dick? Yep, we called him Dick Dick, and his, he had a cat, so we called it Cat Dick. 
my uh my sister's a pharmacist and uh, you know maybe i'm not allowed to a relative of mine is a pharmacist i was mistaken when i said sister and <laughs> she had a um a client customer a person in need of their medication come up and their parents had named them harry dick gave, gave them that name purposefully yeah like there wasn't even like Richard, comma Harry, or no, it was it was the person's name was Harry Dick. Nice, see, and like my... no wonder you need your meds, man. Like fuck, life's rough. And yeah. I thought, like when I growing up, I thought I had it bad because my dad did something like tried to be funny with my name, um, but Harry Dick, man, yeah. So that's the, rough. The thing with the thing with my name, so you can mm -hmm. see that it's Patrick Tarnowski here. But yeah. my dad thought it was funny because my full name is Patrick Anthony Tarnowski, <laughs> and he did that so that my initials would spell Poor my Pat. name. That's yeah. amazing. I love that. Mm -hmm. No, I love that. Oh my, yeah. you're you're your own fucking acrostic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. So. uh you know, growing up, I was always like, oh, that's annoying. But, you know. No, that's sick. Could be so much, so much, so much worse. You could get such a cool, like, if you ever become, like, solo famous, mm. your merch designs would be unreal. I th I'll just try anyway. Do just, it. I'll just, just do it. Try and, I'll have my own Pat, like, clothing company. Here we go. Have Pat hats. Pat hats. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 sell pants, but like the N is really small. Ooh. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> well, Todd, you did it. You finished the podcast. Oh. Now's your chance. Let everybody know what you got going on, where I can find you. What's next? Oh god, okay. Uh so I'm Todd Barrage. I make uh, emo and pop punk adjacent covers on the internet at irregular intervals because I don't believe in being a slave to the algorithm. But you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, and TikTok probably uh, at Todd, T-O-D-D, Barrage, B-A-R-R-I-A-G-E. As far as what I've got going on, I don't know. It changes day to day. So by the time this is out in the public, I'll be working on something completely different than whatever I would be about to say if I were to say anything at all right now. Love it. So yeah, but Pat and Matt, thank you so much for having me. This has been a lot of fun. Awesome. Hell yeah. It's been great. This is this is this is going on our longest episode, probably of all. I am time. a rambler. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> We, 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 uh, I didn't help. Okay. I, I kind of got, <laughs> I helped us off topic pretty often here. So you just got to let the conversation go where it's going to go. Mm -hmm. It's and not a script reading, even though I'm reading a script. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> cut that. Uh, no. <laughs> hell yeah. Well, Thank you so much again, Todd, for hanging out with today. Yeah. With us today, Matt and I are going to dive into the unsigned pop punk news, and you'll get that right. Meow. And it's the unsigned pop punk news. As as always, you know, we want to hear your thoughts. Um, it was super cool having Todd on the show. Um, boy, like what a rad person. Like I hope he wants to be like longtime, like real life friends now. 
like for real yeah. like what a freaking rad person um i love it uh i and i I really hope he finds that skateboarding video stuff for me <laughs> I, I wonder if he remembers it <laughs> I, I will i will message him i i would love to learn how to skateboard um so what was your favorite part of the show what would you think of this week's week's topics do you have any stories about todd uh from you know childhood <laughs> do were you in little league with him or something um <clears throat> yeah we want to hear from you join our discord link is in the description of wherever you're listening or watching this join our discord it's awesome it's a super super supportive rad community full of rad people who just like each other it's cool if you like liking yeah. people it's a great place to like people do it like the people like them like them just like we like that we are partnering with with the trevor project and donating 15 percent of our every purchase of our gender equality shirt um if you don't know the trevor's pro trevor who the trevor project is um they have a mission to end suicide among lgbtq youth so help us in helping them support a great cause it's true and listen um if you don't know about our gender equality shirt i'm gonna tell you it's really cool so on the shirt we're edgy if you own it you're edgy and it says gender equality is dope as fuck and it's true and it's really awesome go to the website check it out because it's great and it doesn't actually say fuck so you can wear it wherever you want wherever anywhere 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 in public it's great um we 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 love seeing people out in the out in the public wearing the shirt supporting it so if you own it if you pick one up send us a picture we want to see you wear it um well we'll, we'll post it we'll, we'll do we'll it let the world see try how it awesome how awesome ah festivals let me tell you something sad people festivals may not happen this year um and that is that's a bummer but um you know it it all depends if we can raise enough money to do it otherwise if we cannot make it out to four chord or uh riot fest which we want to we 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 really do like this is obviously we've been able to go to these the last couple of years but this year you know things are tough and that's okay if we aren't able to make it we will be doing our best to do our own events or smaller local events like uh you know the punk rock flea market we'll be doing that in august we do have a an emo night coming up in minneapolis in july so keep an eye out for that you know and maybe we'll do something like an emo prom you know maybe maybe we'll do stuff we have ideas tons of ideas um so yeah we're we're working on all of that so, you know, just hang out. Stick with us. Other Twitch news. We got tons of stuff. Tons now of. we've got our own primetime Twitch schedule, basically. You know, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays. You know, awesome shows each day. Tuesday, we got the new music Friday on Tuesday. Every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. And Wednesdays, we have the new unsigned pop hook top 10 video countdown uh 
all these with the hostess with the mostest, Mr. Gibby, Super Gibby. Um, that's at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. And then Thursday is the super awesome music video show. Every Thursday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Unsigned Pop Punk's Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash unsigned pop punk. Super easy to remember. I mean, if you're looking for us, it's just Unsigned Pop Punk everywhere. Everywhere. We are very, very easy to find. Um, hell yeah. So thank you again to Todd for hanging out. And uh, thank you, Matt, as always. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Super Gibby. Thank you, Lawrence, for making all of our awesome art. And uh, thank you, Pat, thank, for all thank you, you do. Pat. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thanks, everybody, for, for listening every week, supporting, watching all the shows, and uh, being here. Support local music. Let's go. Have a good week. We will see you next Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for checking out the show. Please hit that like, subscribe, or follow button so you never miss an episode. And thank you so much to those of you who already are. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or anywhere else you stream your podcasts. If you're in the position to help us grow, and like behind-the-scenes access and exclusive shows, head on over to our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash unsignedpoppunk. Let us know in the comments who you'd like to see on the show and what other content you'd like to see. Thank you all so much.